Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. Again, today we feature Greg Patton's brand new book on spiritual warfare. The book, entitled Invisible War on the Saints, can do for you what it has done for others in Greg's ministry. That is, set you free from the power and control that Satan has over you. Give no place to the devil is today's theme. Here's Pastor Evangelist, Dr. Greg Patton. Well, once again, thank you, Matthew. Invisible War on the Saints could be one of the most important for you ever that you have an opportunity to read in your lifetime. I know it will be for some of you. It's been true in our history for both Dr. Copley and myself in almost 80 years of ministry in this area. People in bondage, ye shall know the truth, the Bible says, and it will set you free. We want to talk about it. We want to share with you some of the things happening in the world today, certainly in the United States of America. Let me just say this, Satan has done a great job working almost in secret, and churches and the people in them have no idea what's going on for the most part or don't understand it. If you're into prophecy, and I assume you are listening to Southwest Radio Church's Watchmen on the Wall day in and day out, things are happening. National speakers, not only on this program, but others are saying the very same thing. These spirits are, they're everywhere. And we believe they're more insidious than ever. One of my favorite, Billy Crone, says, hey, those demons are unleashed in America now, and we've got big problems. One of the problems is we don't realize we have problems. That's true of the pastors. That's true of the people. Dr. Copley joining me in the studio today. We're talking about the book, different things relative to what's in it. One of those things that I discuss at length, and I know you're there as well, has to do with pastors and their knowledge. I try to tell people, hey, what we're talking about here, as far as the demonic goes, is just another tool in the toolbox. If a man of God's uh, listening right now, or somebody who's doing ministry in the church wants to, you're going to be confronted with some of this stuff. And you either ignore it or you decide, okay, I've got to do something. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. That's true. What do we do? What, what, what is the, what, some of those first steps? We've got a sin problem. We're going to talk about this at length tomorrow on naming your sin. And that's how I've often started my demonic messages. I've been in some churches up to three weeks talking on this subject. And we start with basic sins. Yes. Uh, the Bible says, give no place to the devil. And I have an automatic question for that then. Okay, if you give a place to the devil, what's the consequence? The consequence is demonic influence. Yes. And, and so can he influence? And then how far can he go? You and I have already agreed. I talk to people and they say, okay, so do you work with Christians at all? And I say, that's basically all I do work with. I can't help an unsaved person other than direct them to Christ because if they're unsaved and there's no Holy Spirit there, I address this in my book, what's to keep that spirit or many more coming back in if you expel that thing, okay? That is correct. Uh, you would agree with that? I would agree with that exactly. So again, let's go back to the, the very situation of sin. How does this thing progress? How do we talk about it progressing in the life of a Christian? You'll walk deeper into the sin and you'll justify why you're walking deeper into that sin. Take bitterness, which is a common problem in churches. I've watched people snub each other in church, won't speak to each other in church, yet pray and claim to be 
loving Jesus at the same time. And the bitterness will deepen, and the hatred will grow, and the torment will become stronger and stronger. That's the enemy, given a place to the enemy, a foothold, a place for him to operate. He is going to operate. That's good, Doc. Let's, uh, let's go there. Let me say this. I think one of those things we need to consider was thoughts of C.S. Lewis that so many of our listeners are familiar with. He said it best, I believe. Christians live in occupied territory. I think we need a clear understanding of that statement. The, the book today, Invisible War and the Saints that we're discussing here, is about confronting the enemy and reclaiming surrendered ground through sin that you have given. My desire, of course, is to offer help, to help those who are wounded or captured by Satan and his demonic forces. Most are not even aware that they are under attack or who brings this negative influence into their lives. Along with this, I wish to help those who are, well, they're aware that something is happening, they're being assaulted by the enemy, but they have no idea what to do about it. Dr. Copley, how many people do you think that you have counseled through the years? Thousands. 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 And uh, a lot of this, I think sometimes when we talk on this uh, subject, and I think this is important for our Southwest uh, audience to understand, we think maybe Ouija boards, being in a satanic cult, etc., that's just one part, uh, maybe a small part. The average person listening to this program today, basically a, a large Christian audience, they have no idea about that. So how did that spirit then... How could those things get into the life of a Christian? You talked a little bit about bitterness. There's pride. We'll talk about these things more tomorrow, but that's a start, isn't it? Oh, an open door. Sin opens the door to the enemy. Sin opens the door to the squatter and invites him to come in. Yes, absolutely. An unconfessed sin becomes more unconfessed sin. Absolutely. in time, it becomes an addiction. Yes, yes. And uh, again, we... And we think about that. We have a terrible uh, fentanyl problem in America today. We've discussed that. Uh, So many things going on that the average Christian doesn't understand. I go back to my, and I talk about oftentimes on my radio broadcast, Hello World, how simple it was years ago growing up in Roanoke, Indiana. (laughs) It is a different world today in every area. We have untold violence happening in our cities and small towns even. We have an epidemic here of, uh, of fentanyl in America. Yes. These things, that's all demonic. If what others are saying, and I believe them to be true, and we talk about it a little bit in our book, it's wicked. Pharmacia, sorcery. Yes, absolutely. In the scriptures. I mean, absolutely. it's pretty clear. Why do you think it's so open now? I mean, you and I, we've already admitted on yesterday's program, we, we grew up pretty average, and right. I thought I was doing a great job in evangelism. I didn't need any trouble with Satan or his demons, I, and we held great revivals. Some of these pastors said the best meetings they'd ever had in their churches, and yet when I got confronted, I was totally at a loss. Right. I think that's pretty average for the Christian and the pastors listening today. Would you agree with that? I would absolutely agree with that. I think what's happened in America is we, by and large, have turned our back on the Lord Jesus Christ. We've walked away from him in many, many, many ways. Church attendance is dwindling at a very rapid rate. Things are happening in our society that were unheard of 25, 30 years ago, unthought of. And that is just a, a demonic takeover, a great invasion. In the scripture, it gives examples of kings who became Satan worshipers, idol worshipers, and the whole 
city or the whole country was filled with demonized activity. Leadership makes a lot of difference when it comes to what the enemy is doing in our nation and in our world. Absolutely. And and that's available in our new book, by the way, Dr. Copley. Maybe you could share with us where we could get a copy of Invisible War on the Saints. Call 800-652-1144. Again, that's 800-652-1144. Or go to Southwest Radio Church, SWRC.com. Or you can write Post Office Box 76834, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. 73147, that's Southwest Radio Church, Post Office Box 76834, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, 73147. Good job, Doc. Maybe we'll make you our full-time announcer here. Hey, I wanted to share, we have been, when I say we, both of us, and, and I think the majority of those that are working in spiritual warfare get attacked. And my biggest surprise came very early on in this ministry when I went and and had an appointment. Several men from graduates from this university want me to go talk to the president about all of this. I didn't get a meeting. We had one scheduled. I didn't get it. All of a sudden, it was a phone call in the same building that I was in, and uh, he refused to meet with me. As a matter of fact, it was one of the most discouraging and hurtful things that had happened to me in the ministry up to that point, this was decades ago, said, you, Brother Patton, are a charlatan. Well, that, that woke <laughs> me up. You are an opportunist, and you are trying to build a ministry and make money uh, off of something you shouldn't even be talking about. Have you heard anything similar to that? <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's demonic. To me, I've been that's called de- a heretic. Have you really? Yes, I have. And, and all... Again, I I continue to tell people all I want to do, and I know you're there. I know your heart. I've been with you through dozens of counseling sessions. You just want to see people set free. You want to see them enjoy the Christian life. You want to go to John 10.10, where God said, not only, again, abundant life there, you're going to have abundant life here. And uh, if you have demonic control in your life, you don't have joy or an abundant life. You certainly don't. Yeah, and and I think we're discussing again the book all this week. We're excited for the opportunity to be able to share with you what God has shown us. But let's go back to this thing again of those listening. I think about a conversation I had with a gal from Tennessee not all that long ago who called and wanted some help. And uh, I always try to direct people back to their local church, back to their pastor. Yes. And in doing so, she said, hey, I have done this. I've called you out of desperation, uh, Pastor Patton. I said, what do you mean? So I went to my pastor. So I go to a big, big church here. I went to the pastor and just started to explain to him some of the things that were happening in my life, and he stopped me. And he said, and I wonder how many listening have experienced this one way or the other. He said, this is above my pay grade. I have no idea what you're talking about, and I think you need to see someone who works in this area. My argument to that is, All pastors should be working in this area. You should have a knowledge of what's going on. Scripture says, my people perish because of a lack of knowledge. Absolutely. We oftentimes quote in our book here, 2 Corinthians 2.11, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. 
Again, I've read several books, uh, and there are hundreds out there on the spirit world and spiritual warfare. But that's one of the big arguments is God's people are ignorant of his devices. Yeah. Uh, Again, listening to Michael Youssef, he said that's the number one problem with pastors and churches in America today. We are just ignorant of what's going on. We're trying to expose that in our book, Invisible War on the Saints. That's why we're having this discussion here today. And if I may, and again, I know your heart, Dr. Copley, the question comes up, well, are we talking unsaved people here? That's who you guys are working with? No, no, no. To my knowledge, all these years, I have worked with saved people, people who've put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, there's trouble. I can't help someone who is unsaved unless I first get them saved introduce it for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Then you have the Holy Spirit, and then we have something to work with. But if the Holy Spirit's not there, what's to keep a demonic spirit from coming back again, again, and again, maybe bringing more with him related to, of course, in the scriptures? This is a a thing that needs to be clarified, I believe, a very important point, and that is, again, Christians. We are talking about Christians here. I relate from beginning to end those that I have worked in the book now, Invisible War, all the way through. Help pastors, their wives, their children, missionaries, their wives, their children. I have helped Christian school administrators, their wives and their children. I mean, the list goes on and on. These are people serving the Lord that have a problem, and you'll read about it in The Invisible War on the Saints. Well, enough said there. So much of what Dr. Copley and I are talking about and from the book, this problem today has been exasperated by false teaching and unbelief in the church. The ministry has failed in teaching the whole counsel of God. And if this is true, if this is a true statement, then the Christian is set up for failure in this invisible war and their Christian walk. Matthew 22, 29 says, We err not knowing the scriptures, and the power of Almighty God. Did you get that? Not knowing your Bible, not knowing the power of God. So I think that today, Doctor, you and I are still pretty fundamental in our beliefs, yet uh, we've had a desire to just talk to people and help them through these different stages. Some are quite simple. Would you agree with that and helping? They are. And the problems can be very easily solved just understanding scripturally. We have an active enemy who is going to do everything he can to destroy our life, our testimony, our peace, our effectiveness, our family life. And the answers are there if we will just embrace the scriptures at face value. The devil walks about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. We need to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. God will lift us up. We need to confess sin. We need to deal with ancestral iniquities. We need to keep short accounts of sin, and we need to, in the areas where the enemy has a foothold, to ask God's forgiveness, ask God to remove satanic power from our lives in the name and through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, and claim the freedom that he's won at the cross of Calvary. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Dr. Ken Copley, Dr. Greg Patton, discussing the new book at Southwest Radio Church called Invisible War of the Saints, Victor or Victim, Which Are You? One of your favorites, and I know you talked about him yesterday, that really got you down the track and got you into spiritual warfare, was a pretty, again, down-to-earth, sharp guy by the name of Jim Logan. 
Correct. And he spoke all over the country to doctors, psychiatrists. Maybe you can give us just a brief part, just to say that there are others out there. and There are bunches of men and women out there helping in this area of the demonic. There are a good number of individuals that have taken this mantle upon themselves to help others come to freedom. Dr. Mark Bubeck also was a mentor of mine, and God greatly used him with books, The Adversary and Overcoming the Adversary. And he did a lot in the area of prayer. And when it comes to warfare, we need to learn how to pray. We have armor that we put on every morning when I wake up. I Pray on the belt of truth. Belt of truth is God's truth. I'm going to believe the truth. I'm going to speak the truth. I'm going to believe the truth. We also have the breastplate of righteousness. I am as righteous as Jesus Christ because of the blood of Jesus Christ, because I'm born again. I put on the breastplate of righteousness. The enemy has no right to accuse me because I'm in Christ. Then we put on the helmet of salvation, which is the helmet that is going to protect our minds, and I need to bring every thought into captivity. I need to think biblically. I need to process my thoughts in a way that brings glory to God. I pick up the shield of faith, and it's actually the shield of the faith, the faith that has been handed down through the ages to believers, the body of truth that we call doctrine. And then I pick up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, or it's the Word of God is the sword that the Spirit uses, and then the allness of prayer, all prayer. I need to learn how to pray effectively, cry out to God. God answers prayer. God loves us. God does everything that he can according to our calling upon him. He is not limited to our prayer but he loves to use our prayers. Well, this is our second program on the Invisible War on the Saints, and we're getting you ready to win this invisible war. You are either a victor or a victim. Now, if you want to go on as is, then you are a victim, my friend, but you can win this war. To God be the glory. One of those questions we ask at our meetings around the country or in person, the question, what are you thinking? As a man thinketh, as a woman thinketh, that's what he is. It's what you think about all day long. And we set the stage yesterday talking about our, our stories of how Dr. Copley and I got into spiritual warfare. The goal of the book, The Invisible War of the Saints, available here at Southwest, is quite simple to articulate, often very hard to carry out. Luke 4.18, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted to preach deliverance, there you go, to the captives, and so many Christians captured today, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. It's so important to note right up front in this series here, it's easy for Satan to capture you. Have you thought about that? According to the Bible, he can take you captive at his will. 2 Timothy 2.25 and 26, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves if God, peradventure, will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, that's what Dr. Coffey and I have been talking about, who are taken captive by him at his will. I trust today that you are in Jesus Christ. You're saved today. You've been born again. But if there is a warning out there, once you have given ground to the enemy, or maybe gone AWOL from the Lord's army, 
Satan is ready to take you captive. And we're going to instruct you in this book, Invisible War on the Saints, on how to not oppose yourself in your walk with God. I wish only the best for you in this invisible war and above all else that you emerge indeed that victor, my friend. And let's go back again. We talked a little bit about C.S. Lewis in his book, The Screwtape Letters. Now think about this, that there are two, and I believe Dr. Copley will agree with me here, there are two equal and opposite errors into which our race can fall when talking about the devil and his army of demons. One is to disbelieve their existence. The other is to believe and to feel an excessive and unhealthy interest in them. Would you agree with that, Dr. Copley? That is absolutely true. I believe the balance is we gaze on Jesus and occasionally glance at the enemy, but glance at the enemy we must. So let's say in brief as we uh, close today, Dr. Copley, and someone's listening and say, you know what, I've got this problem. It could be any number of things, drugs, sexual, anger. We already talked about some of the problems in the church. I mean, (laughs) it's everywhere. Pride, bitterness, uh, anger. People talk a good story. They're raising their hands, applauding, saying hallelujah on the other hand, just ignoring folks. In brief, what do we do? Do we pray, first of all, search me, O God, know my heart, try me, know my thoughts, ask forgiveness of sin? That's our start. Good place to start. I would pray, Father in heaven, I have sinned against you by being angry, bitter, and unforgiving toward and name the person. In the name of Jesus Christ, I ask your forgiveness. I ask you to cleanse me by the blood of Jesus Christ. I choose to forgive this person. I turn them over to your wise justice. I will not bring up this sin of theirs to dwell on again. And Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to bind the enemy and remove him from my presence. Father, cleanse me with your blood and thank you for your provision of salvation and deliverance in my life. Ah, from the book, Invisible War of the Saints, How to Deal with the Enemy. I think one of those factors, uh, and we'll just close with this one, uh, Dr. Compley, has to do with this area of fear. The Bible says God's not given me a spirit of fear, but I want you to know when I first came under attack, as I talked about yesterday, I was scared to death. And I've had pastors tell me, do not talk about Satan or demons in your message today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Have you experienced that? (laughs) Very, very much so. Quick story, a pastor called me one time, uh, very uninformed in the area of the demonic, said, I have a lady I've been counseling with. She's on the floor, she's writhing, and a male voice is speaking out through her vocal cords, threatening to kill me. What do I do? Do I call the police? Do I get her in a psych ward? I said, I have a whole lot better idea. You have the power in Jesus Christ to bind that enemy, bind that spirit. So I just pray, Father in heaven, by the power of the Holy Spirit, I ask you to bind and triple chain the evil spirit, and I command him to stop talking. And the room went silent. I said, usually when a situation is like this, there's been some occultic background. He asked the lady who is now able to talk and understand. She said, yeah, I grew up in an occultic home. I've uh, been exposed to all kinds of things, Satanism, tarot cards, praying for the dead, talking to the dead, Ouija boards. He said, now what do I do? Have her begin to renounce those sins, both of her ancestry and of her own personal involvement, as she did over time, 
he became a whole lot more acquainted with warfare, and she came to a great, great degree of freedom in Christ. And again, to God be the glory. Great things he has done, and he can do it in your life, my Christian friend. And combining our ministries, 80 years in helping people in spiritual warfare, proving you can win, you can be a victor. It is so thrilling to see people have great victory in Jesus through all of this. And some have been plagued since childhood. All kinds of things can enter in, and you can find out all about it. With our new book at Southwest Radio Church, it's called Invisible War of the Saints, Victor or Victim, available at swrc.com. Right now, call 1-800-652-1144. You can write to us, Post Office Box 76834, Oklahoma City 73147, swrc.com, to get your copy of The Invisible War of the Saints. We have put so much effort into this thing and tried to bring it down to really a simple program. Keep it simple. That's always been my philosophy in ministry, and I think this will be a great help to you. Invisible War of the Saints. Well, we'll continue tomorrow. More help coming your way on that program. Some very special things, Dr. Copley, and I want to talk about from the book tomorrow. You tell a friend and you join us tomorrow for Watchmen on the Wall, Southwest Radio Church. Tune in tomorrow. You don't want to miss this. Invisible War on the Saints by Greg Patton is here. We all know someone who needs this book, and maybe that someone is you. Order Invisible War on the Saints today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order at our website, swrc.com. A unique opportunity for you and your family is almost here. Southwest Radio Ministries' three-day prophecy conference in Columbus, Ohio, October 26th through the 28th, with over a dozen speakers, including special keynote speakers Jonathan Kahn, and Donald Perkins. You don't want to miss this special event. Registration is open right now. Call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or register at the events page of our website, swrc.com. When you register, be sure to ask about the VIP package, which includes a special VIP-only Q&A panel with the conference speakers. Listen to this lineup. Dr. Larry Spargimino, Greg Patton, Micah Van Hus, Bill Federer, Lonnie Shipman, Dr. Kenneth Hill, Josh Davis, Larry Stamm, Douglas Stoffer, Mac Dominic, and Clayton Van Hus. Bible prophecy, the latest archaeological information from Israel, biblical mysteries, a special One World Update, and Jonathan Kahn in person. Don't be left behind. Register today. October 26th through the 28th, in Columbus, Ohio, 1-800-652-1144 or swrc.com and click on events. Each year, Southwest Radio Ministries creates a unique calendar from differing parts of the world filled with scripture, comfort, and inspiration from God's word. We are privileged to put these together for you and know that you are then armed with his truth for the year to come. This year's calendar theme is Unseen Israel. Order your Unseen Israel calendar today. 1-800-652-1144. Tomorrow is Q&A time. 
Dr. Greg Patton will answer some major questions about spiritual warfare and who should be involved in it. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station, logging on to oneplace.com, or by subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries. Visit our website, swrc.com.